Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham. And I'm your co-host, Juliet. Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US. And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes. This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right, on time, and with quality workmanship. We've been going for just over a year now, and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the information from key experts in the industry. That's right. We've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner, what went right and what went wrong. We really hope you like listening to this podcast. And if you do, please leave us a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money and avoid the chance of things going wrong. With that said, let's get into today's show. Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Property Renovation Podcast. My name is James, and on this episode, I just want to uh, give you five points of the things that you need to know uh, when renovating your home. But before I go into the episode, I just want to say a few things. So it's this time of the year when you're probably deciding to uh, go on a summer holiday or do the house up. And maybe you're fortunate enough to do both. And that's great as well. I think, um, you know, we've all had the great weather for it, but there's been one thing that we've been all having our minds on and our eyes on, and that's the World Cup. Um, I've been fortunate enough to watch that in various countries um, when the um, when the football teams have been playing for that country and it's been absolutely amazing um, and yes unfortunately I was at um, in England when the uh, when we got through to the semi-finals and we played that semi-final game um, and we unfortunately lost but look it, you know we already we nearly we nearly nearly got there we've broken a world record as well um, and I honestly do think that we will win a world cup very 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 soon so um but it must have been such an amazing time to be in the UK as well um Recently, I've just uh, been in Bordeaux because I went to a wedding. One of my best friends got married and um, we ended up staying in this beautiful French chateau. Um, stunning scenery, flagstone floors, large timber doors. It was I mean, absolutely gorgeous place. And I really thoroughly recommend um, France and Bordeaux if you're if you're ever going to go there. Um, it's a beautiful place. Um and uh yeah so um but since i've been away you um our lovely juliet our co-host has been keeping you um company in my absence and um uh one one other thing to, to just tell you about and that is that uh we've just started posting links to previous episodes on our social media platforms just in case you've either missed them or um you know you you want to hear them again so we've we've been putting them out there and it will help us grow as well because um we we uh we are we are now um reaching the last count was 25 countries around the world which is absolutely incredible um so it's uh it's a great honor to to continue putting out um great episodes for you to listen to as well so into this uh episode this week five things to know about renovating your home 
The first thing is really, um, don't be put off by the idea in, in, in its essence. You know, um, finding the prospect of getting quotations can be quite daunting. Um, you know, some builders can give you ballpark figures and you really don't know because sometimes you're going to get, uh, one that's, that sounds quite all right. And then the other ballpark figure could be at the other end of the scale and you, it's, it's, um, ballpark figures can be, uh, an initially good idea, but they are really, um, looking at your project completely blind. Um, and, uh, it can be quite dangerous to just agree on a ballpark figure. So you need to just bite the bullet. You need to start inviting builders into your home. You, they will end up working out if you're serious or not, because they're going to start asking you a series of questions and they, they can pretty much judge it. They've been around for many years. You know, they, they know when someone is wasting their time. Uh, they know when someone is uh, trying to dig for more information and get some free advice on what, what, what they can do in their home. Um, so don't judge builders if they they are reluctant to give uh, to, to give any uh, much information to you because um that's the that's the thing is this the first meeting they really don't know if they're going to get the project from you it's a common trick um used by the industry you know in homeowners they want to get lots of ideas from various builders and then use them ideas and probably go with the cheapest builder or the builder that they can afford um, and it's, uh, it, the builders, you know, they, they know that inside out. They know what, um, they can really suss when someone's trying to waste their time. So, um, just don't be afraid if they're trying to shield themselves from all of the ideas that they can give you. Um, and that can, you know, because that can really make you, um, judge them in a completely different way. And that, you know, that could end up meaning that you let them go. And and then they could have actually been one of the best companies that you hire. So you really need to just judge it out and realize that if they're trying to hold information, they're doing it for a good reason and they're just try trying to protect themselves. So um, if uh, if your builder can't visit you for a few days, um, that's also a good thing. Don't get annoyed if they can't meet when you want to meet. Uh, some builders want, they, they end up working long hours and a meeting at 7 p.m., uh, when their day, when your day is done, uh, is not always the most popular choice. So, uh, point number two is it will probably take longer than you initially think. So to get a more realistic estimate, um, of time and how long this project's going to take, speak to your neighbors, speak to friends, go online, speak to, uh, you know, join some Facebook forums for, um, uh, people, you know, like there's a, there's a, a DIY forum. There is a, uh, interior design forum. There, there are forums all over the place on the internet and you can speak to, uh, homeowners, uh, and they can give you a more realistic, uh, gauge of time, um, for what your project's going to take to do as well. But that doesn't just go on that other factors come into it you know it's a case of are you going to be around are you planning to go on holiday you do need to be around or you need someone to be around to sign off certain stages of the work so that can end up delaying a project and it taking longer than usual um and about your work times are you going to be in constant meetings are your um does your boss not allow you to take phone calls or texts or anything like that so you can't see pictures you can't see the progress of work until you get home each night and then sometimes you don't really get a decision until the next day so that can really add up on a on a project over a, a big scale 
So you need to just consider those things. And another thing, can, can you only go to the shops to get all of the materials that you want to buy only on the weekend? Or can you also do it in the evening as well? So um, these are all the things that really play a part in um, uh, a project taking long or uh, longer than you think. So you, do, you just need to consider lots and lots of information about that. Point number three is um, it's best to be upfront about your budget and your limitations with your builder. If you don't want to be honest um, about your budget, and you don't want to tell them that you've got a uh, hundred thousand when you when that is your maximum, then hold back a bit, give them a lesser figure to work with, um, but also make it very 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 clear to them that this is your maximum budget. This is there is no other money in the pot um, because you don't really want to be um asking your builder to do certain things um because believe me when you start saying can you just do this can you just do that can we have that can we have that and they are they are all small things they do add up uh, and you don't want to be hit with a bill at the end uh for something that you can't afford so always be clear always ask of costs always revise your budget as well have it on an excel worksheet or something like that so you can keep an eye because there are going to be um areas of the work that are that, that were considered to be confirmed and no longer needed and that means that you still might have some cash in the pot that you can choose to buy um those big ticket items that you're thinking about buying sometimes you know don't buy all the big ticket items first um make sure the build the the, the build is uh, has been done safe it's been done efficiently it's been done with the best products best raw materials um before you start spending all of that money uh, on on those big ticket items as well like you know a, a, a great fridge an amazing fridge those mega expensive marble worktops those kind of things they're all luxury items so uh, just think about it and always revise your budget do it weekly um, if you're doing a big project, do it weekly and note down everything, take a, da- take a calculator, get all your receipts and keep an eye on that budget and always communicate your budget with your builder. Point number four is that a builder um, or designer might come up with a new design to extend your house that you haven't actually thought about. Um, so it's always a good idea to have a fresh set of eyes looking around your home, but someone's got ex- experience in transforming spaces. Um, you know, it's the, one of the biggest investments that you're going to make and allowing them to, to learn a, a bit more about you and how you're going to get the maximum use out of this house, what you want to benefit from it. Um, you know, show them the products and the ideas. They're going to show you products and ideas as well. Things that you might not have even thought about that could just improve your already great idea. So that's one of the best things. Please consider con, con, consider taking out uh, a design package or something like that with your local designer. Um, they can definitely do wonders for you. Um, point number five, last one, is that um, being prepared that it can take a long time for your council to approve your plans. And this is by this is like very true, um, but you can end up speeding that up because. You can be very, very clear from the beginning um, with all of the plans. Have a good understanding on those plans as well and work with your architect to understand 
what those plans are telling you and the position of everything as well. But sometimes it's also a good idea to have your architect submit the plans, not yourself, because then there are, if the, if the building control come back with questions, um, then they can speak directly to your architect. Your architect can use the correct terminology to discuss your plans uh, and then also inform you in, a, uh, in more layman's terms in, in, in what that discussion was about. And believe me, that can really speed things up. Also consider having a private building control officer as well. I personally have found them uh, a great benefit um, working on my own projects in my own company. And um, uh, for speed and communication, you can't beat it. Um, and it might, it might cost you a little bit more, but, um, definitely I think, um, it's, it's something worth considering. Even if you just have a quick chat with them and go run through what you're looking to achieve, um, they're always, uh, I've always found that they're more on your side than just working with the council and the building control officers that work there. So, um, but that's it really for this episode. I know it's short and sweet. Um, we will, uh, I'm, I'm going to be, um, speaking with Juliet very shortly after this episode. And, uh, we've got a few exciting plans and, um, ideas to bring to you, um, to make this, uh, podcast a much better experience. So, um, just keep an eye out, uh, go back and listen to recent episodes as well. If you haven't reviewed the podcast, please do that. Go to iTunes, um, or a, a podcast player of your choice. Um, and just leave a review, just keep it, uh, you can keep it short, doesn't have to be a long review but something that uh, demonstrates uh, if this is uh, this podcast is beneficial for you because those reviews are read by people that potentially want to download it and we want to grow and help the world uh, and every homeowner um, thinking about doing a renovation so uh, thank you very much and see you on the next episode if you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy-to-use package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first-time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today.